When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. He could wrap his empty stomach around his waist like a belt and began eating his body weight in meat every day as a child. What? His lips were nearly non-existent, and his mouth was so wide, it could hold 12 eggs at once. Gross. It's the kind of horror story that started out innocently enough and snowballed into one of the creepiest, little-known chapters of French history. French? Stay tuned to hear all about this one on The Reluctant Historian. What's up, everybody? I'm Dakota Lawson, and this is our reluctant historian. Liz Lawson. This is the podcast where I, a history teacher, try <laughs> to show my husband, wife, <laughs> wife, that history is actually cool. So, if you love history, or you absolutely That's hate it life. like my wife... What? Or you absolutely hate it. This podcast is for you. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be fun. We would like to begin by recognizing that we are recording on Treaty 6 territory and the homeland of the Métis Nation. We make this acknowledgement in recognition that we are settlers here on the land that belongs to the many First Nations that are different of Turtle Island. So, Liz. <laughs> yes, Dakota. What do you think we're talking about today? I have no idea. Um, I'm going to say a creepy clown because that's what I think of when I hear a wide mouth mason jar what <laughs> i i mean i i guess i think about um a snake oh yeah voldemort. Uh, a snake a voldemort clown a voldemort that's what we're talking about i yeah. hope i hope yes. i don't i you don't, have you, no you don't idea know what we're you, about. you definitely didn't I write this definitely... all of this stuff i mean you know me i love the french and history <laughs> and history so i was like let's talk about a french clown that is also a snake so <laughs> Darling, yes, we've been away for a while. Yes. What is your golden nugget? My golden nugget? Oh, gosh. You, I mean, like, I don't know. You can throw life. a lump of coal in yeah, there as well. So let's, actually, let's talk about that because my break was not great. I So we took some time off from the podcast. I took some time off of work. Oh, I didn't take some time. We got a Christmas break. Um, I got very ill. I got food poisoning on the 21st, so I actually had to miss the last two days of work because I was so so sick like actually the sickest i've ever been with food poisoning and then right after that i got covid and then right after that i got another sort of stomach bug bug of some sort so i was in bed for probably two and a half almost three weeks straight i got out for a few things here and there but uh i was very very ill yeah and then you like new year's you were back to normal you know play. well not really normal but like i was feeling better like i felt yeah. like i was on the mend mm -hmm. which is why i think because and then I, I went to costco because i had to get some groceries and stuff and when i went out i think that's where i picked up the stomach bug because there was something going around around that time too so yeah because yeah, then i got sick two days later again 
after yeah years. and then you were you had to stay home from work a couple of days and yeah like i just like i do have a really bad um brain fog um so it's hard for me to do a full day at work still um it gets better every day but I, yeah that's it, uh that's what what you tell you tell the kids you say it gets better every day yeah 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 um but yeah it's uh it's rough out here being ill it's tough out here for a pimp <laughs> that too. which you are <laughs> yeah. uh i mean you're going in three years without getting covid and then, and then it fucking hits you at christmas i know my favorite time of the year uh what's your golden nugget <laughs> can you guess oh i know what it is i uh finally after nine years of not having a mustang i bought a mustang yes you did for myself yeah, you uh, did. this is my favorite kind of car my dream car if you will uh, it's black. It's 2019. Only has 10,000 kilometers on it. Uh, it is next to me. Probably your favorite thing. Y- yes, yes. You're, it goes. It goes. You then Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> not Mustang than me. <laughs> De- definitely not. Oh, that'd be crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it is. It is fast. It feels cool when I drive it. I, uh, I just. You're just very happy. I'm just very happy. It yeah, is... you kind of went like a little bit um, hyper fixated on it for yeah. a couple of weeks there before Christmas. Yeah, and and now it's like I scratched that itch. Yeah, it feels so good not to have to obsess over it. Although I'm obsessing in a different way, right? Which is, do you just like go out there and sit in the garage and stare at it? Not See, yet. I've been stuck in bed for a long time, so I don't know what yeah. you're doing. <laughs> when i'm dying well, yes i'm just staring at it I'm, I'm not i'm definitely not lying under it and kissing it like the uh, why are you lying under have it? you ever seen that show my is it my strange addiction or something like that oh yes yeah, where that the, show, the guy yeah. like he's like laying under his car and like kissing it because he's in a relationship with it That's i haven't me. seen that episode but yeah. yeah so no but like yesterday so i was uh i was early for a meeting the other day and i was waiting for my boss to show up and then he was he showed up and he walks beside my car and he's like oh nice and i'm just inside my car i've got <laughs> i've got a microfiber cloth and this like car spray and i'm cleaning my oh my god <laughs> inside my car <laughs> like I've, i haven't even had or i had had a, a week at that point so that's funny but yeah yeah i'm proud of you for getting it you worked really hard to get thank it. you You're yeah welcome. it's cool to yes seem uh you know my hard work pay off absolutely have it now so what were we talking about today okay so today we're talking about a french showman and soldier named tarar yeah you said it right i mean i don't know no yeah tarar (laughs) not that time (laughs) tarar (laughs) there you go oh wait how would you know i I mean i I have no idea he became famous for his unusual eating habits and appetite tarar was born in france specifically near lyon around 17 72 did i say that right lion i think it's leon Nah, that's that doesn't sound right <laughs> although his birth was unrecorded and we don't know if tarar was his real name okay uh, or nickname given to him later in, later in life it's an interest i mean maybe it's a french maybe it sounds cooler if you're french well i feel like <clears throat> if somebody was researching this they probably would have typed it into the like google translate to see if it mm. meant anything but then they would have found out that i think i think they would have found out that it doesn't translate so it's like a oh. non-translatable but i think they also would have found out that sometimes people called him bomb de terre which i don't know what that means but uh, i don't i wouldn't know because i know you you don't know what the, 
you don't even know you don't like history that's right i don't know stop <laughs> stop trying to impress people on that like <clears throat> like what what why is your whole thing on this podcast that you just like try to impress the audience and make them make, make them love you love you with your jokes i don't know <laughs> i don't know why would anyone would do that like maybe they oh. feel insecure <laughs> Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. So, he soon came to be known as the boy with an insatiable appetite. Uh, in his teens, he could eat Not a... Not the boy who survived. Sorry? Wait, what's Harry Potter's name? <laughs> the boy who lived. Ah, got it. Okay. Um, yes. What did you say? The boy who survived. That's like a cheap knockoff of Harry <laughs> po- Potter. Oh, the I've boy who survived. I've read it once and watched the films once. So, like, why would I know that? Ah, uh, we have to, Harry. We have to start stop quid mort, okay? <laughs> um, you're right, Don, <laughs> Do- Donald Peasley. <laughs> okay, so Tarar, he was known as the boy. Yeah, he could eat a quarter of a young bull cow in his teens. I, and I know that wording is redundant. That's good. <laughs> okay, I know I know that. Okay. So he would he when he was a teenager he could eat a quarter of a cow. Yeah. Great. We, we, and it, it weighed as much as himself, and it weighed as much of himself in a single day. That doesn't seem right. So what I meant to say was like in a single day he could eat a whole. Uh, his whole cow. weight essentially. He could eat a whole quarter of a cow, mm. and a quarter of a cow weighs as much as him. It's crazy. So by this point in his life, his parents could no longer afford to feed him and forced him to leave home. That sucks for him. <laughs> is this is this my friend Tim? He like he just he, ate so much and uh, ate all our food too. Uh, he, he wasn't forced to leave home. I, I I'm just saying. It sounds he ate like a lot of food. yeah. I mean, okay. Forced to live on his own, he ended up touring the countryside with roaming bands of thieves and sex workers. Not prostitutes. No, but at this time, they were just... I think they would have even gone further. Hookers. <laughs> filthy Probably whores. Probably whores, yes. yes. Ah, this is my band of thieves and my filthy whores. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so they'd tour France, putting on acts while they picked the audience pockets. Oh, Tarar was one of their star attractions, the incredible man who could eat anything. Literally anything? Literally anything. His massive deformed jaw would swing open so wide that he could pour a whole basket full of apples down his mouth and a whole dozen of them in his cheeks and like chipmunks. He would swallow corks, stones, live animals. He was particularly- Live animals? Live animals. Like, like, that's fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) I suppose we should probably, if- the person that researched this had remembered uh, we should probably give a warning right now saying that if you have a squeamish stomach and might get upset about animals being eaten you might want to be aware as you listen to this episode i have two thoughts of that one um i should have said that earlier (laughs) (laughs) and two the person that that researched it way to throw shade at me okay <laughs> oh, oh I, I, whoever researched this aka dakota because he definitely did should have warned people yeah anyways so, so wait so he ate corks stones and live animals yes okay. which isn't the best rhyme but he ate uh swallow corks stones live animals even i don't know i feel like it should be like rhyme Fair. uh he's particularly fond of snakes uh <laughs> <Nikini>. <laughs> 
Get in my mouth. Who? The snake from Harry Potter. Yeah, I told you I watched the bar. Nagini. <laughs> and clearly this is my Voldemort voice. <laughs> <laughs> so he'd eat them whole, these snakes. He'd just be like, oh, 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 like he was giving them a BJ. Uh, all to the joy and disgust of the crowd. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm disgusted. Very, me too. According to those who saw the act, he seized a live cat with his teeth. <laughs> eventrated, or for people who don't know the meaning of the word, <laughs> disemboweled it. So like, ate out its bowels. That's disgusting. Oh man, that is the worst kind of rim uh, job I could imagine. A live cat he's doing this to. That's disturbing. So messed up. He sucked its blood and, and ate it, leaving the bare skeleton only. He also ate dogs in the same manner. Oh. This is a direct quote from the medical journals, I assume. I mean, it's not written, so I don't know. It, 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 uh, this is a direct quote from the medical journey, journals. I remember that from when I was researching it. That's I fair. don't know why I didn't write it down. I, <laughs> I mean, this is your first time researching, so like, you know, we got to make... That's make, true. Make I mean, clearly you don't count the Pokemon episode. <laughs> so, <laughs> so on one occasion, it was said that he swallowed a lot, a living eel without chewing it. Man, this guy, like, he was the king of deep throating <laughs> eels are yeah. long yeah. so are snakes i think also i heard that at one point he wouldn't eat the skeleton of the cats um and he would vomit out their fur after he had finished eating them because oh, like it was hairball yeah Gross. basically yeah after a time tarar was able to slightly improve his lot in life by finding employment as a side act for a snake oil pendling charlatan who used Tarar to draw crowds to sell whatever potions he had at the time. Tarar warmed up the crowd by dazzling them with his eating ability. He was always willing to try new things, especially those not fit for consumption, and really, whatever the crowd would suggest and would make them gasp. Another part of what made Tarar so watchable was his appearance. Is he like a Brad Pitt type or something? Not at all. I mean, I have no idea. Yeah, you wouldn't know. I don't know. Records from a London medical and physical journal. Oh, so you did write it down. You know me. Always thorough. They show that the doctors were baffled by the man. At age 17, he weighed only 100 pounds. He's a and, skinny boy. Yeah. So Okay. So uh, that part of the cow was 100 pounds then, I guess? Yeah. yeah he Damn. would eat that in a day. Uh, and even though he ate live animals and trash, he didn't seem to be insane. Just very, very hungry. His body, struggling under the immense pressure that Tarar put it under, was not a pretty sight. His skin had stretched to incredible lengths in order to be able to fit all the food he shoved down his gullet. When he ate, he would blow up like a balloon, especially his stomach. But shortly after, he would step into the toilet in order to release nearly everything, <laughs> leaving behind a mess that the surgeons described as fetid? Fetid. Fetid beyond all conce- conception. That's disgusting. So he just shot himself. Okay. Sorry. Fe- fe- what I read was fetid beyond all consumption. It's well... like the, the doctors look in the toilet and they're like, we can't eat this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, please don't. So, sorry. Fetid beyond all conception. What does that mean exactly? Um, Like basically just so rotten and disgusting that they could not even imagine it. 
That's crazy. And that I believe, is that a direct quote from the actual medical yeah. journals? The yeah, fed it, it beyond it, all it, it conception. Is, it is in fact. I wrote mm. that down specifically. Okay. So that's crazy. Yeah. He's just like just in the toilet, just fucking dying every night. Just like fuck, come out of me, demon. Well, I mean, when he's eating corks and stones, I would imagine. And yeah, pretty he's, much- he's 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 passing a. Uh, He's passing stones, He's not not kidney stones no, like you'd expect. Stones. But, uh, you know, having gone through the worst bout of food poisoning of my life, yeah, I You're... can <laughs> empathize with him. Worst bout of food poisoning of your life so far. Don't say that. <laughs> Why would you bring that into existence? Sorry, that's just a Simpsons quote I really like from the Simpsons movie. When his stomach was empty, his skin would sag down so deeply that you could tie the hanging folds of skin around his waist like a belt. That's disgusting. <laughs> and his cheeks would droop like elephant ears. So he looked like fucking, what's that dog from like Looney Tunes? The really oh, sad yeah, one? yeah, yeah. I guess really any dog. Like of a that, bloodhound, uh, yeah. Yeah, a bloodhound. Just like, oh, I'm yeah. sad. Yeah. Uh, so these hanging folds of skin were part of the secret of how he could fit so much food in his mouth. His skin would stretch like a rubber band, letting him stuff whole bushels of food inside of his massive cheeks, much like a chipmunk, like I alluded to earlier. Yeah. The This isn't grossing me out as much as I thought it would, but it kind of reminds me about how I can't watch old people eat. Right. Could you? Yeah. Well, I don't know if I could watch somebody eat a whole live cat. Yeah, but I, I think it's very, you know what? I would say it's exactly the same as watching an old person eat. Yeah. Like, like yeah. E- even if an old person is just eating regular food. Or regular cats. Or regular cats. It's the same. <laughs> he was described as having unusually soft, fair hair and abnormally wide mouth. Ooh. I don't think sexy. Roughly four inches. Mm. His that's mouth. All, that's his, all you need sometimes. His mouth is four inches wide. Like, can you imagine that? So sorry. Like how his, how big is your mouth? Like how is what is this? Like and my mouth is an inch, about that. About an yeah, inch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so his time, is, yeah, like well, that's like from cheek. That's from like jawbone to jawbone. Ha! How do you make? That's not. That's crazy. That's pretty gross. And I believe that they have medical records to support this. Possibly. So it, anyways, it's four inches, which I've been told is that's a good size. You know, <laughs> between his jaws, when his mouth was fully extended, in which his teeth were heavily stained coffee <laughs> you know yeah. Yeah, yeah or eating trash and on which his lips were almost invisible Ooh, really See? thin lips gross mm. who likes a thin lip i don't know i mean maybe back in the day maybe it was all the rage you maybe. know they they liked uh around these times uh cone bras were invented i don't know if you knew this i actually don't remember what time period this is <laughs> 1700s yeah cone bras nope <laughs> they, were, they were like they were like uh let's do cone cone bras and also invent the first pornography uh, that might be true-ish. No, I think they still had porn around the other times, like a little... I don't know. I'm not a historian. Fuck you. I hate <laughs> history. <laughs> Fuck you. I hate history. Is, is that how I sound? <laughs> okay. But, but Matt... Fuck, that, was, that got me good. But mass consumption of such quantities of food and not food created an awful smell. As the doctors wrote in his medical records... He often stank to... Wait, wait. French. Um, me, me, He often stank to such a degree that he could not be... Are you Russian? ...endured with the distance of 20 paces in, in, in Soviet France. <laughs> uh, stank man eat you. Uh, the smell would get noticeable words 
after he had no- eaten. Noticeably worse? No, it says noticeable words. Oh, sorry. It should be noticeably worst. Worse. <laughs> then the people just walking by, by are like giving him noticeable words be like, you fucking stink. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The smell would get noticeably worse after he had eaten. Mm. It was always on him. That horrible stench that seeped off of his body. Not only that, but his body was hot to the touch. Ooh. Yeah. So much that he tripped constant sweat that stunk like sewer water that sounds disgusting Mm. stop it it would rise off of him in a vapor so putrid that you could see it drifting around him a visible cloud of stench after eating his eyes and cheeks would become bloodshot and he would become lethargic during which time he would belch noisily and his jaws would make swallowing much which is like i feel hearing that that makes me think like okay so he just could uncontrollably make swallowing motions or gestures after he like maybe he was maybe he was a snake like he's like maybe i don't know that's That's, what i'm hearing from your research i mean there is a there's a video game called octodad where you play as an octopus Mm. trying to convince your human family that you're not an octopus (laughs) Maybe this is so. This is maybe the inspiration. So he had chronic diarrhea. However, despite his large intake of food, he did not vomit excessively. Just just a bit, I guess. (laughs) Nor seemed to be able to gain weight. That metabolism is on point. Well, I guess if you're shitting everything out plus eating like a cork, yeah, probably there's no nutritional value in there to like make you gain weight. That's true. That's true. And eating all of this stuff didn't come without its dangers. What? <laughs> well, this this isn't safe? <laughs> On one occasion, Tarar's act went wrong, and he suffered a severe intestinal obstruction. <laughs> it's like, oh, Doc, I think I got a cat stuck in my midsection. <laughs> it, it, you know, I keep hearing a meow. <laughs> uh, members of the crowd carrying carried him to a nearby hospital. That's actually kind of nice. I, yeah, well, considering the fact that you just described that he is the stinkiest, disgustingest yeah. man ever. And, and it was the 1700s. I w- I'm surprised that they didn't be like, fuck him, leave him there. <laughs> or, or maybe they were like, we need to see how this ends. Yeah, the maybe. act must go on. Yeah. So he was treated with powerful laxatives. He made a full recovery and offered to demonstrate his act to the head surgeon <laughs> by eating the man's washing chain. Uh... M. Gerard was unimpressed by the offer and warned him that if he did so, he would cut Tarar open in order to recover the items. <laughs> that's that's a Rolex, you prick. <laughs> oh, that's that's funny. That's a I I like that that doctor said that. Like, yeah. no, I will cut your ass open to get my very expensive rock back, you plebeian. Yeah. <laughs> When war broke out in France. So the French Revolution, I would assume, being a non-historian, was happening around this time. Right. And uh, the French Revolution is my favorite. My favorite? Not my favorite. No, it's my favorite. The person who wrote this. You fucking hate history. I do. So, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like something that the person in the opposite chair would say. Yeah. So, okay. So when war broke out in France in 1792, you know, around the time of the French Revolution, Mm. Terrar joined the french revolutionary army which which proved to be a huge problem for him as the military rations were not enough to satisfy his huge appetite he would do side tasks for the soldiers around him side quest yeah i guess i guess so so we do these side quests 
<laughs> around him in return for a share of their rations. He would also scavenge uh, the dunge, the dunge head for scraps. Oh. What's a dunge head? Good. Dung heap. I'm assuming is what was supposed to what you actually wrote. Oh, sorry. I'm. I can only type a certain amount of words per minute. So, I, and I'm like sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't know how to spell. So, anyways, he's looking for the through this pile of shit for scraps. I don't know what a, what's a dung heap. Yep. You okay. Got it. And also, I'm just thinking him doing these side quests for these guys. These guys are at war. Yeah. I imagine it's kind of like prison. Yeah, I bet he did have to do a little bit of sucky sucky. Maybe. Like. If you're hungry enough, eh? And what that mouth do? You well, know? it's four inches wide, so I mean. Yeah. He could, <laughs> he could fit their panguses in sideways oh, into his mouth fully. <laughs> so so anyways, he's uh, he's looking through shit for scraps, you know? Yeah. But none of this was enough to satisfy him. Strange, right? Mm-hmm. He was admitted to the military hospital after collapsing from extreme exhaustion and not having had enough to eat. Oh, no, poor baby. Uh, senior military doctors were astounded by his condition, and they detained him in order to investigate his eating habits. Dr. Pierre, Francois, <laughs> Percy, and Dr. Corville studied Terrar. They sound pompous. Mm, they do. So they studied him. First, quadrupling his rations, which mm. still failed to state his hunger, state his hunger, causing Terrar to again eat scraps out of the garbage, steal food from other patients, and even start eating the hospital's bandage supply. Ooh, gross. <laughs> bandage supply? Yeah, I said bandage supply, but <laughs> bandage supply. At one point, they prepared a meal f- for 15 laborers near the hospital gates and allowed Terrar to have it. He ate the entire meal of two large meat pies, plate of grease and salt. Uh, plates, not just a plate. Plates of grease and salt. And four gallons of milk. And then immediately fell asleep. Aw. That's kind of cute. It's like, aw, <laughs> he's sleeping. Don't, don't, don't wake him up. He stinks real bad. Yeah. Corville, Corville noted that Terrar's belly became taut and inflated like a large balloon. Psycho... Psychological testing found Terrar to be apathetic, but sane. He, so he just didn't care about anything, but he's not crazy. Uh, right, okay. So I mean, I guess if you're starving to death, yeah. or you feel like you're starving to death, yeah. that's probably all you care about is eating. Probably, yeah. He ate whatever was put in front of him, which included a live cat, puppies, and other animals. Which, why were the doctors experimenting this way? Which is what I was just thinking. I'm glad I wrote that. <laughs> but nothing phased Terrar, nor did anything fill his stomach. Oh. Crazy. Which gave rise to a plan formulated by the French army. Mm. They decided to use Terrar's insatiable appetite and ability to eat anything in order to benefit their cause. A document was put inside a wooden box, which was in turn given Terrar to eat. Two days later, the box was retrieved from Terrar's excrement, Gross. which the document still in legible condition somehow. Uh, well, because I'm assuming the document was inside the box, so it wouldn't have been... And it was laminated. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Corville then proposed that Terrar could be used as a military courier, carrying military documents securely through enemy territory with no risk of them being found if he was searched. <laughs> because they're inside his stomach. Yeah. This is like, I feel like that's like kind of rude, like... I feel like they're More using him. Ro- yeah, thank you. Yes, that's kind of what I was going for. Like, they're just like, aha, this is weird. This medical yeah. monstrosity. Let's use him to our benefit. Yeah, and it's like, it's not even like, you know, like in prison, you know, sticking stuff up your butt. It's like, this is even, 
This is even crazier. No, they were like, we're full on making you eat yeah. this. Well, I mean, if you stuck something up your butt, right? Like if you got caught and you had to do like bend over, grab your ankles and cough, usually they'd make you do that. Is that what they their... say? Yeah. Because <laughs> when you cough, it'll like open up your butthole a little bit. So, but since he ate this whole thing, like it could be in his upper stomach and they wouldn't be able to see it. So. Huh. So that's how you get the butthole to expand, hey? It's... The head of the army was doubtful and asked for a demonstration. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see this firsthand. <laughs> I am, uh, he's essentially a cuck in this situation. He's, you know, he's just sitting in the corner and he's like, I just want to see this man eat, eat, eat this box. And then, but not in the, not the box in the normal cuck way. Stop it. So he was brought before the military council where he indeed ate the wooden box, which was so well received <laughs> that the army gave him a wheelbarrow filled with 30 pounds of raw bull's lungs and liver as a reward, which he ate immediately in front of the generals. Gross. Grossing them out horribly, I assume. <laughs> That's not written, but like... <laughs> like they're like they, they drop it off and they're gonna leave like okay we'll just leave you to oh my god i uh could you wait for us to leave the room we're generals okay we have dignity and shit except for our cuck over here he's just watching me like yeah you eat those livers oh yeah so following this demonstration he became an official spy for the army of the rhine and although the generals believed he could physically carry the documents they were worried about Terrar's mental state and were reluctant to entrust him with significant military messages. That's fair. Yeah. His first assignment was a ruse. Having been told the documents he had eaten were of extremely high importance, when in reality they were just a message asking the recipient to confirm they had gotten them. <laughs> 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 Terrar uh, crossed enemy lines under the cover of darkness, uh, <laughs> disguised as a German peasant. I'm just like... They might as well have just wrote, like, uh, on the note, like, do you like me? Check yes or no. <laughs> uh, so he was disguised as a German peasant. However, as he was unable to speak German, I it feel like went this, off the rails. I was, say, I was like, this plan seems flawed. <laughs> That'd, like, be sending me to, you know, to to, to, to France to yeah. trick them and be like, I am French. Oui, oui, oui. I pee on your face. It was his weird uh, French-Russian accent. Yeah, it would be like that. Exactly. exactly. So he was unable to expe- speak German. So he soon attracted the attention of local residents, uh, which led to his capture by the enemy army. So he was captured. Yes. A strip search was found nothing. See? So he bent over, grabbed his ankles and coughed, and they couldn't find anything on him. Yeah. So nothing was found on his body. So instead, he was whipped and imprisoned. And after 24 hours of captivity, uh, Tarar relented and explained his message-eating scheme to his captures. He captures. gave up pretty quickly. 24 hours? I would give up instantly. <laughs> I'd be like, this is why you're please, not a spy for the pl- Canadian army. <laughs> please do not whip and torture me. I will give you everything. He was chained to a toilet and 30 hours after being swallowed, the wooden box emerged like a like a magic trick, you know? Yeah. Uh, this is this is what I want Doctor Strange 3 to be about. <laughs> the pooping box. The pooping box. Yeah. The enemy was furious that the documents, which Tarar had said, uh, contained vital intelligence. I thought this was the check yes or no thing. And, well, oh, so, oh, so the, sorry. Tarar, the, from what you said, yeah, Tarar yeah. thought it was. Right, right. So, sorry. I, I didn't finish my thought, which I wrote. Oh, good. So, 
he had, th- he had uh, thought it contained vital intelligence, and they were furious that it ended up be- only being a dummy message. So and so they checked. Like so they, they, they took the message and they re- checked. No. <laughs> <laughs> Tarar was forced to be part of his own mock execution. What? Yeah, I think. Beaten severely, then released near the French lines. Wait, Yeah, what? I think I remember hearing that Tarar, so the, the Prussian army is who caught him. Yeah. Um, and the man, the, the man who caught him was so mad that he was like, I'm going to execute you. So he took him up onto the gallows yeah. and, and put a, a noose around his neck, getting ready to actually kill him. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, I feel actually kind of bad for this poor guy. I won't kill him. And, and Tarar was on the gallows, like sobbing profusely, being like, please don't kill me. Please, and, I'll suck your dick. <laughs> the width of it. <laughs> and, and then so the Prussian general was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't kill this poor guy. He's, this, he's been through enough. He's been through enough. Or like, oh, if you stop crying and offering to eat my penis, <laughs> we'll, I'll let you go. But his own mock execution. Yeah, so like they... But, but I, like, like that makes it seem like they were like... I think some They were source, going to kill him? I think some sources say it was a fake execution, but I think some sources say that he was going to execute him you know there's differing right this is from what i remember from history class because this is clearly something i would have learned in history class yes clearly um i feel like there's differing yeah i'm sources. just picturing it like they're like okay we've got this guy with like Ketarar, we're just gonna do a mock execution you're not gonna die it's gonna be like a mock trial okay <laughs> it's just like it's for fun it's to teach our new guys the new hanging man okay you're not in danger okay so he was released near the french lines not surprisingly after this event Tarar begged to be removed from military duty specifically petitioning the military doctors to help cure him he returned to the hospital telling dr percy that uh he would do anything if it meant finding a cure and he means anything <laughs> He was treated with laudanum, wine vinegar, and tobacco pills. Which I'm like, that sounds like not good cures. What's laudanum? It's like a sleeping aid, I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's weird. From back in the old-timey times. Right. Okay. Might as well treat him with an exorcism, too. Yeah. So following this, Percy fed him large quantities of soft-boiled eggs, which also failed to suppress his appetite. Efforts to keep him on any kind of controlled diet failed. He would sneak out of the hospital to scavenge for awful, awful, awful. What's awful? Uh, random pieces of meat. Okay, so this he'd scavenge for awful outside of butcher shops. I assume it was awful, and <laughs> he would fight with stray dogs for carrion in the gutters. What the fuck is carrion? <laughs> carrion. Carrion. It's again like rotten meat. Oh, the person who wrote this should have just said rotten meat. Well. Uh, so he, he he'd scavenge for this fucking rub me go in the gutters alleys and rubbish heaps of paris which there's probably a lot yeah he was also caught several times within the hospital drinking from patients who were undergoing bloodletting so he was just drinking their blood yep i think i mean i don't know i didn't research and, this and also was caught attempting to eat bodies in the morgue oh god he's so hungry this is could is you imagine it, being that hungry that you're like, that dead body will help me not feel so hungry? Yeah. Like, I can't even imagine what that kind of hunger uh, no, feels like. No, I would, like, this is a little dark, but I'm going to go here, which is, there are things in this world that I'd just be like, well, and sorry, trigger warning here, 
<laughs> just in case but i would i would be like well <laughs> this is the point i kill myself yeah i mean I, that's fair i i like i don't want to make eating li- live cats and dead yeah, bodies for sure like i don't want to make li- blood i don't want to make light of like the the thought that is wanting to kill yourself but there are points that for instance i just think like zombies right absolutely the like extreme thing but i just be like well i'm gonna die in this either way i might as well go and sit in my garage with the door open in the car right mm-hmm. like so <laughs> i don't know i don't want to say have you tried giving suicide a chance but because that's dramatic that's not dramatic that's uh mean but whew, i just don't like <laughs> no, i don't think that they would have had an understanding of medical science nor an understanding of cures at this time period to be of much help that's fair so other doctors believe that Terrar was insane and demanded that he can be committed to a lunatic asylum, but Percy wanted to continue experiments on him, so he was allowed to stay. Okay. I mean, you ate our whole morgue, but... <laughs> and some I'm, cats. But, and I'm, I'm just really curious how this is going to turn out, so you're allowed to stay. So that is until a 14-month-old child <laughs> went missing from the hospital. Apparently that that goes too far, I guess. So well, it wasn't a dead child, I think. It yeah, was a no, no, child. no. I know, but I'm just like after all this and stuff. I blame Percy. Okay, so suspicion immediately fell on Tarar. <laughs> He's just like got the kids like legs hanging out of his mouth. He's like, "What? Where you looking at me? <laughs> I, I, I don't know where you went." <laughs> uh, so uh, Percy could do no no more to keep him around. The hospital staff chased him from the hospital, and he never returned. You get out of here, you son of a bitch. You get out of here, as they carry their pitchforks, I'm sure. So four years later, when Tarar was around 26, he's very young. Yeah. (laughs) I was, I I don't know, I was expecting him to be older, but Percy received word that Tarar was dying from tuberculosis, uh, knowing that this would be his last chance to see him alive. Percy immediately went to his bedside. He died within the month and underwent an autopsy in the hopes that they would be able to discover what had caused his insatiable appetite. His gullet was found to be abnormally wide, and when his jaws were opened, the surgeons could see down a broad canal into the stomach. Wow. So that's like if you opened up your jaw. Yeah. If I just, op- like you're lying on your the autopsy table and yeah. I just open up your mouth I would be able to see right down into your stomach. Like, Whoa. That that just, like, means that I think that that esophagus is so wide. Yeah. I mean, it's like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. Yeah. You know? So, when he was cut open, nothing compared to the stench that poured out when he died. The doctors with him struggled to breathe through the noxious odors that filled every inch of the room. The... The description of the autopsy is nothing short of disgusting. It goes, The entrails were putrefied, confounded together, and immersed in pus. Ew. The liver was excessively large, void of consistence, and in putrescent... Putrescent? Putrescent, yeah. And in putrescent state. The, so it was like basically rotting inside him. Oh then. God. The gallbladder was of considerable magnitude. The stomach in a lax state and having ulcerated patches dispersed about it covered almost the whole of the abdomen region. That's crazy. Like his entire yeah. stomach just took up. Like where would all the other organs go? Maybe that's why the liver was rotting itself. Perhaps they could have learned more about Taras's strange condition. Taras? 
no, his name's Taras now. Yes, Tarar's strange condition. But the stench became so overpowering that even Baron Percy gave up. The doctors stopped the autopsy midway through, unable to bear a single second more of his Oof. stench. So, what was the cause of Tarar's insatiable hunger? In short, we don't know for sure. Oh, yeah. good. It's one of those episodes. But you would already know this. Of course. Um, I'm just predicting what you were going to say. When contemporary medical procedures of the time included drinking raw mer- mercury to clear out head demons, it doesn't come as a surprise that doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with him. So that was that was at the time they would be like, here, drink this mercury, mm-hmm. let's clear out those head demons. Mm-hmm. I mean, because exor- exorcisms are too expensive, so let's just drink this mercury. So, however, some interesting theories have been suggested over the years. He didn't suffer from psychosis, so he was completely aware and cognitive. But that doesn't rule out hyperactivity of hormones and dysfunction of components of the brain. Mm. The sensor that would let him know he was full may have been damaged. And it may be possible that he had an enlarged hypothalamus, which I believe means penis. No. (laughs) part of your brain the hypothalamus penis regulates the body's temperature and is responsible for causing the sensation of hunger given Tarar was constantly overheated and in dire search of food it's a perfect fit there is also the possibility of a case of pika oh i know this one he because you it's a low it's an iron deficiency mm. uh, so it causes you to eat like dirt and shit yeah and stuff you shouldn't yeah uh which causes the eating of non-edible objects which, yeah. <laughs> uh, as for why Tarar never weighed more than 100 pounds, that could be based on his workout regimen. <laughs> no, that could be based on his habitually eating raw meat. Yeah, remember he ate that whole wheelbarrow, wheelbarrow full of livers. Yeah, giving those people trauma for the rest of their life. So here's a quote. He most likely had a parasite as well. The fact that he was of normal size means something else is being nourished and that he was constantly hungry leans towards him feeding a secondary organism, a parasite like a hookworm or roundworm. There exists, this is not, not the quote, this is moving on. I think that was a quote. There's a there's a beginning quotation, but someone, me, I guess, didn't put an end quotation. I look foolish. <laughs> there exists other equally plausible theories as well. Hyperthyroidism, which can cause an excessive appetite and sweating, as well as fine hair. Prater Willy syndrome, a condition which causes constant hunger even for non-edible items. Hmm extreme iron deficiency which is what i alluded yeah. to earlier because yeah. i know stuff uh i'm like uh uh i'm i'm like fucking uh what's his name from game of thrones i i drink kool-aid and i know stuff that's what he says in game of Th- well i've never i don't know Ty- the t- Ty- tyrant Tyrion lannister says he drinks kool-aid that's the drug quote he, in those times he he said i drink kool-aid and i know stuff mm. No, he just says, I drink and I know stuff. Um, <laughs> so, See, I believe- well, I wouldn't have believed you because I know Kool-Aid wouldn't make sense, but I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, that, this was this was during the eighth season, which is the season everyone hates. They just, uh, they added, <laughs> they started getting really weird. They're like, what if he just said, I drink Kool-Aid? Let's get more, let's get Game of Thrones more like 
appealing uh, to the kids. Yeah, totally. you know. So he does a TikTok dance. Yeah, he does. It, he as he's flossing. <laughs> As fucking uh, Jon Snow is banging his aunt. Mm. Yeah. Really appealing to the kids. So there could have been an extreme iron deficiency, which causes cravings for the same. A damaged amygdala is also a possibility. Yeah, of course. It can cause polyphagia, the medical term for extreme overeating. Mm. Uh, Interestingly, a case similar albeit less extreme to ter- you know me i always say albeit and that's a, that's a that's a common phrase i use <laughs> i know so to terrar's uh, terrar's was reported to the exact same time and in the exact same area that of charles domery which may point to a common environmental cause given that all of this occurred concurrently within the french revolution hmm. it's its fault it's the french revolution that so. did this to them uh, which was built on a foundation of famine a shared nutritional deficiency may be at fault i feel like that theory though doesn't really make sense because if it was the case that it was because of the french revolution and famine i feel like more people would have had this yeah experience. i i i feel like it's just blaming you know well i mean <laughs> it's like it's like in our our time where we're like capitalism you know? Yeah, but capitalism is legit. <laughs> so that's uh, and that's what they were thinking too about the French Revolution. Am I right? <laughs> Political. Okay. Uh, any combination, any of or a combination of the aforementioned could be what caused Terrar to be an anthropophagian, or in other words, induced with cannibalistic tendencies, which. You know, we gotta, you have you needed to write down and say the actual medical. Term. I did. I am a, a f- thorough researcher. I'm a thorough researcher, and although I only play a doctor on TV, I need to be thorough in my research. Absolutely. So, in all, this tale sounds more like something from a horror movie <laughs> than it does an unresolved mystery from the pages of medical history whatever the cause it may be easy to ridicule tarar and label him a monster that's a little rude but it would be more accurate to categorize his case as a tragedy uh tarar did not ask for his deleteriously (laughs) deleteriously sorry what (laughs) deleteriously Deleterously high, me- his really shitty high metabolism. That's mm-hmm. what I would actually write instead of. <laughs> well, del- why didn't you write that? Then? I don't know. Instead of deleterously, I because what, what? Okay, what happened is I wrote his really shitty high metabolism, and then the the little red squiggles under the words came, and I right clicked in it, and he's like, "Did you actually mean deleterously?" <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, so he had this. Re- he didn't ask for this really shitty high metabolism. And no, I did not mean deleteriously. <laughs> and there is no telling how he personally felt about the grotesque actions. I mean, I don't it think it pushed he felt... him to commit. I'm assuming he didn't feel good about eating cats, live cats, and drinking blood. He's just like <laughs> somebody's like listening as he's on the shitter, and he's just like. Oh, why do I have to eat cats all the time? <laughs> Fuck. 
oh, why can't I be normal? So, yeah. you know, if they would have listened to him, totally. I'm sure at some point he, like. The fact that he begged for a cure, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, like, there's no way to know how this fucking monster felt. Like, yep. that's how it reads. <laughs> <laughs> like, li- just listen to him, okay, you know, as he's on the shitter. So, imagine a hunger so agonizing that it pushes you to eat anything, anything to state it. So, Elizabeth, what did you think? I thought it was very fascinating. What did you think? Yeah, I mean, I I researched this one, so of course I I, I was really interested in it. You know, I thought uh, the story was super fascinating. It, it not as gross as like I wasn't as gross. This isn't. This is no. Berndt Brands. Yeah, this is like. This is like um, a good Berenstein Bears version. Yeah, you know? totally. like 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 this is this is almost like what you were going for with that one. Mm, of like, so you just did my episode better. Uh, yeah, basically. I mean, that's okay. what I do. So yeah. I mean, you remember uh, Trivial Pursuit, okay? I do. Our best episode, some yeah. might say. They might so, say that. Uh, yeah, I, I found, like, the, the opposite effect where this was, like, you know, the eating. It wasn't just, just cannibalism, which he did get into at some point, but it was, like, yeah, he's eating all this disgusting shit. And, literally. Yeah, literally. And it, it, I just found it... I mean, I don't I don't love it. Like, we don't fully know the, the ins and outs of it, how to exactly have them, but it's, like, this is crazy that this could happen yeah and i find it interesting that you had quoted from some actual medical journals at the time so (laughs) you found it interesting because of who i am as a person and now i don't actually read medical journals continue yes so that i think proves that this isn't you know some of the stories that i have told you like about the cannibals that lived in the cave like they weren't 100 percent sure that maybe these people existed like this is a this is a for sure thing the the examples that you described in the episode of things that he ate have been actually recorded in medical journals so i find that really interesting that like this isn't a question that these events happened it's just a question of why yeah, I, I do like that because I do like your fantastical episodes as well. But I, I like that this is something that happened. Of course, you know me, I would love to know the answer exactly. But there are some, you know, theories around it and stuff. And just like, man, this, as entertaining as this all was and stuff like that, like, what a sh- shitty thing to, to, to happen to, to someone, you know, to like, you know, <laughs> he just wanted to be sati- satiated. He wanted to... Be, be filled and you, you know when you're this is gonna sound so white rich privileged yeah okay <laughs> but <laughs> the example that comes to mind and and this isn't the same at all just know that but like you know when you're really hungry and you're grocery shopping and yeah you're just like oh, i'm just gonna get everything i'm like i'll eat this and i'll eat that and stuff like that and it's a bad idea right yeah it's like just imagine how, but you know how you feel when you're hungry, right? Yes. You're like, you need to get that filled. Like, it doesn't matter. So say I'm like, oh, I'm saving money and stuff like that. I don't want to eat out today. But it's like, well, shit, I don't have lunch, but I'm I'm so hungry. I, I have to eat something. Fuck my budget. <laughs> yeah, so like, I you feel know? like we can kind of empathize with how he was feeling, but not to the same extent. No, like, abs- absolutely not. Because it- I've never gone out and been like, I'm so hungry yeah. that I'm going to eat Louise. 
yeah yet uh, but but yeah but but you've been like you know you, so you feel that that hunger and then you eat and you're like ah i feel better now or i ate too much i want to be fucking puke yeah but you never go i ate so much like like you like a full meal you know like that should half feel you half a cow and you're like i need more no yeah, i never can't like I, I can't even imagine it so just awful but mm-hmm. you know i mean if i were you you know I'm just gonna tell you what you're gonna rate this, okay? I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna give myself a rating. I'm okay. very pompous, okay? Love that for you. So I give this eight mm. point eight. You do love yourself. Four inch wide blowjobs. Oh no! Out of ten. Okay. So you 8. know, eight point eight. Did you say eight point eight? You know, I'm I I'm I love myself, but I'm also like you know. I don't love myself enough to give myself a 10 because I have self-doubt, you know? That's fair. So, overall, great episode. Good job, Dakota. You definitely deserve all of the credit. <laughs> Nobody would ever think that Liz would write this with all those goddamn big words, you know? Absolutely. would never think I was that. So, yeah. this, you know, I thought this was a good, a good season three opener. That's this fair. was our season beginning. So, let us start season three. As we just did, I guess. I we we just did. <laughs> we just finished it. So. We just we we're done season three. This is a we've been canceled. No, uh, this is the beginning of season three. We look forward to many more. So that is all we have for this week. We'd like to thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to hang out with us. It's the least you could do. If you enjoyed listening to what we had to say, please download our podcast from wherever you get your podcasts leave us a review or tell your friends about us indie podcasts really do grow by the word of really wide snake mouth (laughs) and if you want to stay in contact you can follow us on instagram at the reluctant historian or leave us a tip at buymeacoffee.com slash the historian you can also shoot us an email with future show ideas or corrections you may have noted to the reluctant historian at gmail.com so we'll see you next week same time same place for all the four-inch blowjobs that you could ever ask for. <laughs> oh. <laughs>